There was this common practice among the Nazis that they would, obviously, they would want the strictest obedience from those people that were in the concentration camps, the Jews. And when they didn't get that, they had this thing that they would do where they would line up all of the members of that particular crew that had been disobedient. And because of the disobedience of one particular member, they would line them all up and the commander or the person in charge of that particular crew would, would count these Jews off from one to 10 and whoever was number 10 would be shot and killed. Now, just a gruesome example of just life and, and, the, and the very small importance and sanctity that the Nazis would put on somebody's life in that if you were disobedient, they would just, they would, they would execute you. And it didn't necessarily have to be the person that had done the wrongdoing. But there's this story that had circulated where this particular Nazi, he was a veteran, he had done this before, which is crazy for me to even think about the fact that these guys just kind of got used to and accustomed to doing this and this was one of these guys and there was an instance where there was some disobedience from the crew and so he's walking down the line and he's counting one two three four and he gets to number 10 and he chooses to execute the next person in line number 11 which was kind of out of the ordinary and so he was questioned about that by other Nazis. And the response that he gave is where I want to focus my attention for this particular segment. The answer that he gave was that he moved to number 11 because he recognized that concentration camp prisoner number 10 was somebody that he recognized that was from his hometown. This was something that I heard today that I feel was kind of timely. I feel like the timing of this story and me sharing it with you is very, very opportune because ladies and gentlemen, we are involved in a time that is very volatile. We are involved in a time with a lot of tension between human beings, between people. People are angry. People are looking for answers. We're all just seemingly trying to get agendas across and say things. And there's all this division. Can we stop for a second and can we let this story sink in? Even a Nazi facing the execution of a Jew who he didn't even value his life. That the fact that recognizing this person being from his hometown stopped him from executing this particular individual. There was a bond there, a town, a place, a location, dig down deeper where common stores and places to eat and people and neighborhoods and you name it, parks and all of it, that that brought this hatred to pass from this Nazi to this Jew. So I just want to leave us with this. Can we see that that ultimately is the answer to ending a lot of this it's called relationships with other human beings it's called investing in other people getting to know them and getting to form connections with other individuals from 
our communities or that are just downright different? What were the biggest, I mean, could there, is there historically been a bigger difference between a, a German Nazi and a Jew and how much hatred there was there and how much differing there was in their views of where they stacked up in terms of their race and their value and their worth? So I just, I felt compared, compelled to share this. And it's so essential that we get down to the ground level of what this means for us. Forget about trying to advance your agenda. Forget about trying to post. Forget about any of that. Get to know people in your neighborhoods, in your stores where you visit in your communities, in your schools. Can we get to know people? Can we let people get to know us? And you know what? That anger, that bitterness, that hatred, it'll go away. 